Please stay tuned. You with Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Rand. Yes, absolutely, your number one station in the East Rand. And Alhamdulillah, broadcasting to the four corners of the globe via audio streaming. Lots of positive messages coming through. And Alhamdulillah, one that I'm reading here. Says Assalamu Alaikum, Brother Shafaat, Yusuf Asmal, and also the Alim Mufti Brian Smith. Looking forward to a beautiful program and a beautiful QA session. Be ready, love it. And I tell you, hey, that will be lovely indeed. Assalamu Alaikum, Mufti and team. Is it wrong to say, okay, I'm gonna say, hey. Then we'll stop saying it, Yusuf. Okay. Mufti Ibrahim Smith. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell us, how are you doing this fine, beautiful Jumma morning? Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Yes, Shafat, I see you ever ready uh, to delve into the question, inshallah. So, inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless the session also for our team. Alhamdulillah, there's it, dear. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti and team. Is it wrong to say or send Jumma Mubarak messages? Hey, here we have it. They don't want us to hear. All right, you go for it, Mufti Saab. Is it wrong? <laughs> no, Shafat, it is not wrong as long as a person doesn't deem it necessary or part of Islam to do it. You know, uh, saying Jumma Mubarak or having a blessed day, you can actually also make a dua for that person in that way. So it is indeed a blessed and auspicious day for the believers. And we are bombarded with uh, Jumma messages. But people feel they're doing good, you know, greeting mm. each other on those days. So it is not an innovation uh, per se as people would deem it to be. Uh, yes, the Sahaba Radiallahu didn't do it, but there's no problem prohibition also for us in not doing it as long as a person doesn't feel and uh, believe that it is a part of deen and compulsory. Once you do that only, then it will become an innovation, G. Yeah, you know, so maybe the tender, loving care. So how you, brother, Jumma? How you, Mufti Saab, Jumma? And, you know, don't... No, 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 it's not a... I, li- I like your question. Uh, your, the uh, question, I love the answer. And, you know, perhaps, you know, making issues out of tissues uh, is, is not part of it. You know, we're scuttling each other instead. You know, we are minorities. We are, you know, we need to have the touch with each other. We need to talk to each other, Mufti Saab. But we try to find excuses not to uh, touch base with each other. But anyway, leave it at that. Looking at this question here that is on the screen, it says, Assalamu alaikum, Chef and Mufti. Can zakat be given to non-Muslims during the pandemic as many people are suffering, Mufti Saab? Indeed, many people are suffering shafat from amongst our own people, our Muslim brothers and sisters, and from other denominations as well. Uh, unfortunately, you cannot give zakat to non-Muslims uh, that is agreed upon amongst the scholars of Islam. You know, zakat can only be taken out and given to Muslims irrespective of what the crisis is, what type of pandemic there is, etc. Uh, you can give a charity, you can give other means uh, and wealth uh, to uh, non-believers, to non-Muslims. Uh, there's no problem in harm with that. If a person happens to give his uh, zakat to a non-Muslim person, then that zakat money will not be discharged. He needs to repay that. He needs to take out that money again and uh, pay it in again. So be very, very careful uh, that we do not mix the different types of monies. Zakat Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is made compulsory upon uh, the believers and it has been taken from the believers and uh, given back to uh, poor suffering believers. Assalamu alaikum Mufti Saab. I've recently taken up hatching eggs as a hobby. Sometimes the chicken come out deformed. Can we euthanize Mufti Saab? 
Yes, uh, you can euthanize it if the uh, uh, chicken or any other animal, if it is suffering, uh, Shafat in a veterinarian has said uh, that uh, this will only cause harm to that particular animal, that animal will be suffering, then you entrust that animal to your veterinarian and let him euthanize it for your gene. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti Saab. Uh, um, uh, okay, hey, there's so many uh, messages here, Mufti Saab, you won't believe it, my eyes are going... Like a mosaic, it's gone yet. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti Saab. Hope you well. I have three kids and uh, I'm very busy. Can I read the Masnoon Surahs before Mahrib if I have the time? Such a busy morning for me, Mufti. Mufti? Yes, you know, it's called Masnoon and there's a specific time for Masnoon actions as well. Uh, so that will be in accordance with the Sunnah, you know. If uh, for some other reason that a person forgets, uh, then he can do it afterwards. So if a person has a legitimate excuse, uh, then because it's Masnoon, it is Sunnah not compulsory. A person can, can always uh, do it as long as a person stays punctual in doing that particular action. So there's certain surahs in Du'as, etc., that is for specific times, like reading Surah Waqiyah after Maghrib and Surah Muk, etc., in your protection surahs because it is that part of the night. And then there's certain actions for during the day as well, which offer certain protection for that uh, period, Shafat. So you'll read something after Fajr, it will protect you until Maghrib, and you'll read something after Maghrib, which will protect you until the next Fajr. If we follow that order and pattern and way as adopted and taught by the Sunnah, uh, then we will be getting reward for that as well, inshallah. Gee. Mufti, I'm wearing uh, contact lenses instead of glasses. Will my wahu be valid with it or should I remove it, Mufti Saab? No, it's difficult to remove uh, contact lenses every time. The inner part of the of the eye, it's not necessary to wash that during wudu. So even if a person is wearing contact lenses and takes wudu, uh, the wudu will still be valid and intact because uh, what is required in wudu is to wash the face area, shafat, and the inside of the uh, of the eye does not count uh, like that. You know, it is unnecessary difficulty. Leave it in and perform your wudu, ji. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti Saab. Many who judge are still owed money by certain officers. Sahuk sent out a notice requesting all outstanding funds to be paid on the 20th of February. Some counted, uh, counted. What to do, Mufti? Yes, uh, I've read the message of uh, Sahuk. You know, I have to commend them. Uh, for putting pressure because it's more than a year now, Shafat, and uh, we've just heard now that uh, the borders of Saudi Arabia for South Africa and for many countries will remain closed at least until after Ramadan. So people are worried what uh, will happen to their funds. So uh, Saudi has mentioned there that legal action will be taken, and uh, of course uh, these businesses, they could have borrowed money from within South Africa and play the, uh, pay the clients uh, that uh, they owe money. And then uh, Semtao countered and said that the money is tied up in Saudi Arabia. But I think uh, what would be the best option here is uh, those Hajj agencies uh, and operators they should furnish proof to say that uh, when was the funds transferred to Saudi Arabian hotels and uh, Saudi Arabian airlines etc so that we can see was it done prior to lockdown, was it done with, uh, in lockdown or did they really pay that amount of uh, funds uh, over to Saudi Arabia and that's why it is tied up. We shouldn't just take it because we're speaking here about the wealth of people that is saved for many many years so in this case here we have to support uh, the core of Saudi you know and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for us inshallah last night after Isha I wiped my hands over my face after dua someone next to me said it's bidah I'm confused please clarify Mufti Saab 
Again, Shafat people just want to declare everything and anything bid'ah nowadays, like you've said now, making an issue out of a tissue. Uh, so also that is wrong. You know, in fact, there's in, uh, I, I, I good uh, uh, hadith uh, mentioned in the uh, Tirmidhi with the Nabi alayhi salam and the reporter and narrator of the hadith said in Umar, radiallahu alayhi says the Nabi alayhi salatu salam did not put his hands down after dua before wiping over his face. So there we can see there's a base uh, for this uh, practice, you know, the brother that has done it, he can continue uh, doing so. He need not be uh, to be confused or let other people confuse him. And uh, we thank him also for uh, seeking clarification in this issue, G. Yes, sir, Mufti Sab, you know, people don't realize that you may be confronted by the Hanafi, Shafi, Hamdulli, or Maliki brother. You don't know he's a Maliki in front of you, the Shafi, and you're a Hanafi, and he's Mazab, you know, he does something uh, that is contrary to your Mazab. And then here you go like a grand Mufti and you go and correct the person. I mean, I, I, I mean, how much more, you know, ridiculous can it get now, Mufti Sab? Yes, in, you know, people should inquire first. Brother, I see you doing a particular action. Uh, do you have proof for that action? And then perhaps the person will explain why he is doing that. And you can't just go and shoot the person down. And uh, tomorrow you'll lose a Musali also because he will feel that uh, mm. the people are looking and staring and watching at his actions. You know, everyone is there for his own sake. If you see something uh, haram being done, and then also call him in private and then discuss it with him. Absolutely brilliant, Mufti Saab. Yeah, think before you ink. Yeah, think before you talk. A wise man thinks and then talks. A fool talks and never thinks. Yeah, remember that. Uh, uh, Mufti Saba, my wife is expecting our first child and we're excited. Can she do an ultrasound to find out the baby's gender, Mufti Saab? MashaAllah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant uh, all of us a pious offspring and healthy children at the same time, you know. Yes, it is permissible to go for an ultrasound, but there's no point in that shafat. It is never, ever 100% accurate, you know. I know of many cases where people were told it's a boy and they went and, and bought uh, baby clothes uh, that a boy can wear. I need to find out at the end of the day when the baby came, it was a girl. And then also exposing that part of the satyr, that part of the aura, unnecessary. Remember, a female can only expose it uh, if there's a medical necessity. So ultrasound is not uh, a necessity, uh, especially when you want to determine the gender of the baby. That's not a medical necessity. You know, medical necessity will mean that uh, if they want to see if the baby is laying bridge or if there's something wrong in the abdomen, that's a medical necessity. So even if it is permissible in a person can find a Muslim a female gynae, then a, a person can go for that. However, if it is to check the gender of the baby and it's a male gynae, then a female should abstain from that gene. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti Saba. Can we write Bismillah on the wedding invite? My uncle told me that if uh, you do, then we get the sin if they throw the invite away in a dustbin, Mufti Saab. Uh, Shafat, you know, that uh, putting Bismillah, etc., verses of Quran on our wedding invitations, people will desecrate it, it will go into the bun, and uh, the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is high and mighty, will be uh, desecrated, and it will be disrespected. So that, of course, is wrong, you know. Uh, it is best uh, to recite it verbally or audibly, etc., and uh, then you know you've done your duty. But uh, decorating these cards, I'm uh, totally against it, because you, you remember, and you know also what people do, the cleaners and the waiters will come, and they will mm. take everything that is left over from the tables and they'll just chuck it in black bags and uh, there you go. So we cannot do that. You know, the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is very, very high and it should be respected, G. Absolutely. Can a wife request a husband to buy a Valentine's gift as a good gesture? Hey, get me roses, darling. Get me a big <laughs> box of chocolate. A Mufti Saab. 
I don't know why the wife would request this on Valentine's Day because Valentine's Day is not for Muslims. <laughs> uh, we must remember, Shafan. Yes. Uh, there are so many bad things happening in the world today. The Ummah should be making Tawbah uh, instead of following uh, cultures of other denominations, uh, especially this uh, Zina uh, culture. You know, they ask your husband to buy you something the day before Valentine's Day, the day after Valentine's Day, so they do not celebrate it with uh, the people that are celebrating this particular day. And yes, you can request your husband. It, any time to buy you any uh, gift if it is within his means and then of course it is his uh, discretion also if he feels he wants to buy that but do not follow the cultures of these people it will take us further into darkness G. Yeah, Mufti Sahib, you know, Greyhound uh, closing up and uh, Yusuf Asmal, he's just whispered in my ear he says that perhaps the wife would say darling, take me for a Greyhound trip on Valentine's Day <laughs> <laughs> Shafat, we don't have that bus trip for a return because uh, the last route is on the 14th of uh, February, so it's a one-way route. Perhaps they'll have to hike back from there. <laughs> okay, that's on a lighter <laughs> note, people. Uh, this question says, uh, is it permissible for females to lead other females in Salah Mufti, like at home? Uh, in the Hanafi Mazhab, it is not permissible for females. It is makruta harimi, uh, you know, so it is a prohibitive uh, dislike. So a person can uh, incur sin at the same time for females to form their own uh, jamaats, even if it is at home. A female should read uh, her salah alone. For people of the Shafi Mazhab, it is permissible. In fact, it is recommended for females also to make their own uh, jamaat, whether it be uh, at home or any other place uh, where they find a suitable place for them to read their salah. So Hanafi females, they should refrain from making uh, female jamaats. Assalamu alaikum. My dietitian recommended I do yoga exercise to tighten my muscles and relieve stress. Is uh, this allowed, uh, Mufti? Uh, yoga, Shafat, I think we've mentioned it uh, previously that yoga is uh, connotations uh, from uh, the Hindu uh, religion, you know, and it also has uh, been associated with certain rituals, etc., that is found within the Hindu religion. So here yeah, you don't have to obey your dietitian. What you can do is uh, uh, don't uh, consume too much carbs, uh, do some light exercises, etc., drink more water, and to relieve your stress, take the advice of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah make a Abundance of zikr, inshallah, uh, because stress will disappear if, the, if there's ease and uh, calmness in the heart. If the heart is uh, stressed, uh, then the entire body will feel that stress as well, G. Yeah, go for the yogi sir, people. Yogi sir, uh, not the yoga. Yogi sir, make sure it got halal sign on it. Emot Bismillah say and the drink. Lekker perfusion, the yogi sir. <laughs> yes, sir, Mufti, this question says, uh, can I sue my... Uh, to my uh, my Muslim doctor if I take the COVID-19 vaccine and suffer adverse reactions? Uh, I don't think uh, you can sue your Muslim doctor within South Africa or anywhere else in the world if you take the COVID-19 vaccine. You must remember the only people that have immunity uh, and uh, that are indemnified from uh, this uh, vaccine are the manufacturers. You cannot hold them accountable and uh, you cannot uh, uh, keep them liable if something happens to you. Uh, some cases it will be death, some cases it will be bell spots, etc. So many side effects, negative side effects. Uh, taking your Muslim doctor to, uh, to court, yes, in Islam, a Muslim doctor will be liable if he is practiced out of ignorance and uh, that Muslim doctor will be required to pay dia, the penalty, uh, as we said, if he doesn't have knowledge of a particular back, uh, medicine or vaccine and he just administers it, then you can, but that is in a, a, in a, an Islamic country, Shabbat. Here in South Africa, in this democracy, I don't think that uh, it will work. 
Assalamu alaikum, Mufti Sahab. My daughter-in-law is very sensitive. Anything I say spoils her mood. Can I just not talk to her? Mufti Sahab, help her, help mother-in-law. Help the mother-in-law. So many moody people today, uh, Shafat. I don't know what uh, is wrong with the world that everyone is taking. I think it's it's, uh, lockdown is... Uh, to do with this, you know, in the conditions out there. So if a person requires his or her space, then give that space to that person. Sometimes it is just best to ignore. However, a Muslim cannot refrain from speaking to another Muslim uh, for more than three days uh, in the event of an argument. You know, the person that makes sulah, that is the one that is considered better in Islam. So, But if you want to give her space, yes, no problem. Then I only speak to her when she speaks to you, G. Yes, I moody blue. Tell me if I'm getting through. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, Mufti Saba, this question says, uh, does uh, committee members uh, have the right to fire the imam if he does not implement uh, social distancing in Salah? Shafat, how can committee members uh, fire the imam if he does not implement something that is no basis uh, in Sharia, yes, it is a government directive, you know, but he doesn't need to uh, to implement it if he feels that uh, his iman, and of course his iman is so strong in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes preference to the laws uh, of humanity. So in this case, what needs to be done, the imam needs to be reinstated. Uh, the public should come forward and have the imam reinstated. And those committee members, if they do not want to comply, then they need to be ousted, uh, they need to be expelled, you know, and they need to be stripped uh, from their positions. You must remember one quality that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Quran with regards to trustees and those people that look after the houses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He says in Surah Tawbah, walam yakhsha illallah, a quality that they need is that they shouldn't fear anyone besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So you're fearing uh, man-made laws, but you're not fearing the violation and the dhulam uh, in transgression and oppression that you've imposed upon uh, this imam, a person who has dedicated his life for the service of deen. So you've done a great injustice to him. You need to rectify this in this world, otherwise you will suffer a severe punishment at the time of your death. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us all, Shafat, but these injustices is happening everywhere, Ji. Mm. If the husband divorced his wife during her menses, is the divorce valid or not, Muki? Uh, divorcing a wife during menses is actually a, a, an act of bid'ah, which means it is not how the Sunnah has instructed us to do things, Shafat. A wife should be divorced in a cleaner period. But nevertheless, if a person uh, has uttered the word of talaq or given his, uh, his wife talaq, whether it be verbal or in a writing form, that talaq will still be considered valid. So uh, that uh, lady will go into a idda period. It is not the best way to do it, and it is also not the correct way to do it. There is a proper uh, procedure and correct way. That's why we always need to refer back to our local ulama before taking uh, up these matters of Shafat because so that we do not cause harm to that spouse and lady that has been part of our life for so many years. You know, absolutely, Mufti Sahib. Divorce should be the last thing that should be on a person's mind. You know, the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shakes when the uh, divorce takes place. But why is it uh, people are going for divorces right, left and center? And the shocking part is uh, most of the divorces, uh, most if uh, you you can correct me, uh, is done by the woman. Uh, your your take, uh, Mufti Saab? 
Yes, and there's an inc- I agree, Shifa, there's an increase in divorces, you know, and uh, rightfully Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's arsh uh, shakes because of uh, the word of divorce. Because remember, you've used the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, to make that woman halal for you, to bring her into your union, and now again you want to divorce her just like that. So it is the most detestable uh, halal thing by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If there is trouble in a marriage, then get a counseling, follow the procedure of the Quran, uh, call one of your family members and one of her family members. Let them arbitrate between the couple, inshallah, and in that way you can resolve issues. Divorce should be last because you will suffer, she will uh, suffer, and of course the children will also suffer at the end of the day, Shafat. So it is not a nice and pleasant thing. And then after that, people want to air all the dirty laundry also, and then uh, the Nafaka story comes in, the husband doesn't want to support. So all these uh, unnecessary things, you know, yes, if divorce is, uh, uh, is imminent and you have to do it, then also do it in a beautiful manner, gee. Can the masjid uh, prevent people from taking wudu at uh, the masjid, the Mufti Sahib? Uh, the masjid, uh, the masjid uh, does not have any power, Shifat. The people, the committee members, again, yes, the imam, they are the people exercising and making the rules, laws, and regulations. So that is not part of the laws of Islam. Yes, if there's a water crisis, etc., then you can explain to the people. But what about the people, uh, those that are on travel, those that are not uh, uh, near to their homes to take to do at homes, those coming from work, if they need to access the water in order to take ablution. So you cannot stop the people. I don't know why people bring all these uh, satanic rules uh, and make it a part of the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah is going to take us to task for these type of things, Shafat. We need to be very, very careful. Then, of course, also people contribute towards uh, water usage. You know, you have your lila boxes inside the masjid, zakat, etc. So uh, the masjid is basically run with a public fund. So why do you want to stop the public from, from benefiting from all these uh, uh, things that is within the framework of a masjid, G? This question says a father refuses to pay maintenance for his child and he's ducking and diving. The long arm of the law can't catch him because he moves from province to province. Mufti Saab, I'm sad to say that this brother is from the subcontinent and I was duped into this marriage. Please help. What is his punishment, Mufti Saab? Yes, Shafat, sadly, you know, and uh, we deal with so many cases uh, where people marry, and sometimes uh, some of these people come and they marry only to get uh, documents and IDs, etc. And after that, they dump our sisters and, uh, they, and our daughters and they leave them just so or they are married in their own places as well. Uh, this information, they don't tell you before, and you only find out afterwards when people like us start investigating because uh, there's no nafaka, no maintenance, etc. So he thinks he can get away with this, with, with this in a uh, in this life, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will catch him. That will remain a debt on his head, Shafat. And uh, the day of Qiyamah, some of his good deeds will be taken and it will be put back on uh, those people that is robbed in this world. He is considered a dalim and oppressor because he is denying his children uh, the right uh, to something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has afforded him. There's many out there that default on payment. Sometimes yes, uh, a person cannot manage because he's lost his job, etc. But then make arrangements to pay it on a later date. Do not duck and dive in and uh, avoid paying things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is uh, uh, imposed upon you, G. Yes, uh, sad indeed, uh, Mufti Saab. Uh, no conscience at all. I wonder what type of human beings uh, you are. You know, you don't take care of your children that uh, you made, you know, in, in, in Nikah. Mufti Saab, you were absolutely brilliant this morning. Perhaps your parting words? 
Jazakum uh, lahir al-Jazakum always a pleasure to be on the radio and people can benefit uh, from us. You know, this uh, program is going throughout the world. People from other countries uh, as well contacting us. So, inshallah, that is a good sign that Allah subhanahu wa is taking work from all of us. Jazakum lahir al-Jazakum. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to our Mufti Ibrahim Smith Da'af on the Boakab. Absolutely, mashallah, giving a... You know, the Christians... Yusuf just types it, people. Listen to this. He types it. We get it. I read it. Mufti gives you an answer on his feet. Nothing planned here. Yusuf, yeah. You think we should give Mufti a... Yeah, we'll get it. We'll, we'll give him a big certificate for making us... Uh, for making this segment uh, such a powerful one. Time for us to go for a break. When you get back, inshallah, we'll round up and close up the program. Please stay tuned. You with Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Coast.